do this. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Making It in Asheville podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ubertaccio. This week, we're talking about an event that I participated in last night. Um, so depending on when this comes out, potentially a week ago or more, um, at Different World, which is right on Haywood um, in West Asheville. Awesome space for creatives. Check it out, period. But they have a they have a event series um, for creators primarily called The Lobby. Um, the Lobby is co-created by Jenny Fairs of Sound Mind Creative, and it was uh, it was a wonderful event. Last night's particular event was focused on uh, digital content creation, and the lineup of presenters was. Um, impressive i talked about it quickly on our instagram account um on how like uh nervous i was let's say about uh, even sharing this stage with some of those folks who are clearly doing an exceptional job of content creation primarily on you know instagram and social media at large and so i thought um i won't have much to add of value above and beyond what these folks have to say um so I tried to carve out a little niche and talk about, you know, podcasts and make an appeal to audio content for business owners and creatives in Asheville. And so um, quickly, I want bef- I want to a uh, share that presentation online, uh, both audio here if you're listening on the podcast or on the YouTube channel. I'll share the actual you know slides that I presented yesterday to the um, to the audience, but like incredible cast of presenters ali uh who i know from far from uh, 6 a.m city former content creator now i think director of people might have been the title there um jefferson uh or jd ellison from um just everything in Asheville that has to do with like pr and brand building uh crushed it we had uh Grace and Tarleton and Jamie and Nick and myself and then Matthew and the takeaways that I'll say on a very high level or eight presenters was how important like bringing intention to your content, bringing intention to what you share, um, how important that is, but then also how, in my opinion, you'll hear it in a second. It's like you can just kind of show up and start and attempt to not really overthink it. Um, in Tarleton's words, sometimes less can be more. Um, <laughs> and be the post you want to see in the world was a standout statement. Um, so I'll call out some of these ideas that kind of spoke to me as I go through our presentation, which is focused on uh, audio content. And I, I think you should, uh, if you haven't, I think you should consider creating uh, long-form audio content in your business. And so here's why. An appeal to creators in Asheville on the basis of audio content. And so presentation is going to um, do a couple things. One, as a rule in presentations, it's uh, good to say what you're going to say, say what you're saying, and then say what you said. And so today's presentation is going to have a couple steps. One I'm going to present a new word that you may or may not have heard of or seen before. I'm going to share six reasons why audio is important to you or could be. Um, Two distinctions that are important when 
venturing into a new medium or a new field and then um, kind of highlight two wins from our experience with audio creation and then offer 10 free things if you're interested. And then for um, making my mind make this slide make sense, uh, one times six plus two plus two equals 10. So uh, the numbers make some sense, I guess. Uh, alas, there are four things to consider when creating anything, uh, a business or content. It's this intersection of what you love, what you're good at. Um, is there an audience that shares that interest? And then is there a business relevance? Is there, uh, is there an economically viable engine in there? And if there is, then like this is where the magic happens. Just so happens that that is a, that whole thought, that whole concept is a Japanese word. I believe it's pronounced uh, aikigai, but um, the word means the intersection of those four things. That's where um, passion and career success and longevity in a profession shows up. If you can find the overlap of not just what you love, but what you're good at, not just what you're good at, but something that has business relevance, not just something that has business relevance, but has a audience that will keep coming back and be interested. And so my argument is that I feel, it's my belief that most people are better at speaking than they are at writing. Uh, there is an ability to communicate uh, with words, with actual words, that is at the very least more efficient than um, writing it. And that is certainly the case for me. If I were to try and write out this uh, episode or the content stream would take a very long time. Hopefully this <laughs> presentation doesn't take all that much time, but it, I can, I can move through it and I can be clear and I can, when there's an audience or someone sitting across the table, I can see when they, when the content that I'm attempting to deliver is not landing in the way that you would want it to. And then I can clear that up. Um, and often uh, writers will say that they are experiencing things like writer's block. And while sometimes I pause to find the word that I think is most directionally what I mean, uh, there is no real such thing as, you know, speaker's block. You can always find another way to say what you're trying to communicate. And so for that reason, and perhaps that reason alone, audio is a great content source and, and a long form audio specifically, um, creates a lot of opportunities in business. And so what are those opportunities? Um, I'll fly through four real quick. One is that uh, you can grow an audience. You can build an audience or grow an audience. Um, you can, uh, and, and I won't be like defending any of these ideas. I'm stating them as facts in this presentation. Glad to talk to you about them. But you can grow an audience. You can build a community and create connection long-lasting connection, the amount of time that you may or may not have spent listening to me on podcast episodes, you have a relationship with me and I feel like I have a relationship with you when I get to meet you. And so um, in your world as a podcaster, you could also use this time to validate your expertise in the area that you're creating content on. Um, also, and perhaps obviously you can use a podcast to promote your business, not just say, Hey, I'm an expert, but you can also hire me. Last idea along that line is that you can make money with a podcast. I 
I think most people will jump to sponsorship advertising. I think it's harder to monetize a podcast when you, when the idea is through monetization by way of advertising. Um, it's just a big hurdle often. And so money is the last one that I listed in that group just before, uh, having a podcast can be really fun. It is a fun way if you're doing it as interviews, fun way to meet people. It's a fun way to, um, to get your ideas out in the world, see what resonates. And if you have to, or want to, you can go deeper on any of those. And so you might be thinking, okay, so if I want to make a podcast, what do I have to do? I have to get all this equipment. I have to, it has to be fancy and sexy and cool. And, uh, for those who can't see the screen, I shared a couple images from episode two of the Making It in Asheville podcast where my wife Sarah and I were sitting in our closet in Brooklyn two days before moving to Asheville. Uh, the first episode of Making It in Asheville was recorded on a like 2013 uh, MacBook that you know the fan started blowing at about minute four and the audio was terrible, captured like natively from the laptop speakers. It is... Um, not about what you're using to create a thing. And so um, the distinction, we are now at the two distinctions portion of the presentation. The distinction I want to start with is the idea, the distinction between how to do something and wanting to do something. If you want, if there's sufficient or adequate amount of want, uh, the how-to kind of sorts itself out. If you want to create audio pod, audio content, you'll figure it out. You can record it on your phone. You can record it through your earbuds. You can record it through your computer. You can record it um, with a camera, point and shoot. You can, there's a million ways to record it. Wanting to kind of solves for it. The content, the information, the how-to is always going to be available and using like how, to, how, do, I do, how do I do this thing, this new thing, this... Um, next thing that I think my business needs, how do I do it should really never be a blocker. Um, because that information is going to be findable, find outable, figure outable, um, solvable. And so, um, don't, please don't allow the idea that you don't know yet how to create a podcast stop you. Um, this presentation is also going to help solve that and kind of validate the uh, the truth in that statement that you're, you have enough information. Um, so then the other distinction that we'd like to talk about is the, the difference between you, meaning you, content being about you, the creator of the content, and then the content being about you, a singular person in the audience. Um, to step out of audio content for a moment when writing an email, if you create a CC'd email with 14 people on it, uh, that email almost certainly is not going to get the action that you want it to, uh, sent back. There is a, uh, like a shirking of responsibility that happens when CC'd in an email. And I think, I believe I will argue that, that also happens when content goes out into the uh, world and the content is to this plural you, this audience of many who um, 
doesn't have a face, but is like a, it's a, it's a concept. Hey y'all. Um, when creating content to a y'all, uh, I argue that responses are lower when creating content for a singular you, the listener, the, um, whether that's in an email or in a, uh, podcast things start to work a little bit better and so the evolution of the making it a natural podcast started with like my wife and i moved to nashville we didn't have jobs and everyone said like hey if you move down here you better bring your own job so we thought let's make a podcast about us trying to figure out how to make it in nashville we'll call it making it in nashville quickly that transition to we're going to make it about other people who are making it in nashville and how are how they're making it in Nashville. And so now it's like, who's it for? What's it about? And well, it's like folks making it in Nashville. Um, and then the mes- messaging has evolved into like very singular you. I, when we write about what we're working on, when we speak about what we're working on, I try and say you, singular, and, I, and it's intentional. I believe it's most powerful. So there's three types of you. It's creating content that is about you, for you, the creator. If our podcast was about me, about us, um, you know, our audience would be our, our parents. Our, you know, our best friends don't care enough, our siblings don't care enough to listen to a podcast about our life. You could argue that people care enough to listen to podcasts about other people in Asheville. That's great. I th- I think that the really the rubber hits the road, the magic happens when we create content for someone who wants to make it in Nashville. When, when that singular person, when you want to make it in Nashville, when you want to learn something, to grow your business, to, to start your business, uh, and we are creating content specifically for you, uh, there's, there's a power there. And so consider that as you think about your work. Uh, and so we've, when we, the second we started thinking about this third version of the you, you singular is when I think our podcast really started to grow and really started to come alive. And we got to meet some absolutely incredible people through a microphone and sometimes through a, uh, a zoom recording, but, uh, quickly, as quickly as you can, if you can find a singular you, and that you can change episode by episode, content, content piece by content piece, but write to a single person, create for a single person, uh, and deliver to a single person. And then the last two uh, ways that a podcast has created incredible things for us is A, uh, we were able to host a workshop on how to launch a podcast and, and build a podcast and leverage a podcast in your business. Uh, the information is available and free, the ability to move through it and have someone support you and have uh, peers go through it with you has value. This was a paid course and this was right before the pandemic and we um, were so excited to have like, I don't know, 15 people participate in that. Uh, Would never have happened without a podcast, without having recorded the podcast and shared so many stories of folks making it in Asheville uh, to inspire others, a, often a singular you audience member, to take that leap uh, for themselves uh, or for yourselves. And then we hosted live events. And so going to this event last night was like this weird 
time machine back to January 2020 when we had 85 or so people show up to a wine bar on the South Slope. Like our podcast, which oftentimes you feel like you're speaking in a room alone and sending out a file to the like to the universe and who knows if anyone's listening. Community is this superpower thing and we were able to recognize it and realize it because of uh, uh, the podcast, because of this long form audio content that other people really weren't doing at the time. And so um, the appeal to content, digital content in the form of audio, um, I think is a, is a strong one. I hope that it's something that you're considering for yourself and for your business. And if you're interested, we have those slides. We have the presentation from that paid um, workshop that we hosted several years ago at this point. Uh, and I'm glad to share them with you. All you have to do is ask, let me know that you want them and I'll share it. So the 10 steps to starting your podcast, um, we broke it down into how do you choose your topic? How do you choose your name? What do you need to know about podcast artwork? Um, what's a good set of podcast flows and the structure and, and then how do you record and how do you improve your recording quality over time and what does editing look like and how do you share it on the internet with hosting um, and like put it on the internet and what's a podcast website look like and how do I publish it and then how do I promote it so those are the 10 steps to starting your podcast and if you're interested in those 10 steps just email me tony at making it in com, and I'm glad to share that much longer, much more thorough presentation with anyone. Uh, the information is free. I want you to do it. Uh, let me know how I can help. And so to wrap, we did a presentation last night. There were I know, dozens of people in the room. Different world looks to me like uh, an essential part of the creator community here in Asheville. I am excited for them. I think that the lobby uh, is all but like a must go to. I don't know what next month's lobby theme is, but that will be find outable at differentworld.com. Different spelled normally, world spelled W R L D dot com. Um, as for us at Making It in Nashville, we are uh, stepping back into the podcast full steam ahead. So uh, look forward to a guest sitting across from the table in the uh, weeks to come. If you have any questions, if you're interested in being on the podcast, you have someone who you would like to hear get interviewed by me on this podcast, please reach out again. Same email, Tony at making it Visit making it to subscribe to our email list or um, check out some of the past episodes. Our YouTube channel um, has a lot of the content, not all of the content, but the podcast should be found findable anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So that's it for now. Take care and we'll talk soon.